Hello and welcome to the Presenting Complaint Podcast with me, Adam Norton, and me, Dr. G. I don't know if you're going to say the and. You usually say the and. <laughs> I do usually say you the and, but in my head. Yeah. In, in my head, it felt no, wrong. You, no, but, no, no, uh, yeah, I know. You kind of paused there and that threw me off. It's because, <laughs> it's because it's been a while since we recorded one, that's why. It is. We were... Yeah, I don't know what... So we didn't record one last... I think like we missed last week, or did we miss the week before? Uh, we missed last week. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, we missed last week. We missed last week. We missed last week, so, yeah... Yeah. We uh, what's our excuse for that? I'm not sure we have one. We had well, busy we were weekend. London, we were yeah we saw very. each other in London, which was which was lovely. Um, it was and very then nice. busy is the word though. Very busy, and then Monday and this that week. But were we doing? We, you know what we did the talk for Leeds, didn't we? We did the talk for Leeds, and then yeah, you did a another, talk yeah. for Cardiff. I, I think that's all. Yes. Yeah, I so, did. I had such a lovely week last week. Um, because I like most of these episodes, I've kind of been coming in in like existential crisis mode, because yeah. I I just don't find that thing in dentistry so far that really screams to me. Like I, I love doing this. Like if I did this every day, it wouldn't feel like a job. But I always told people the two things I know is that I like to lecture, and I like a bit of general dentistry. And last week it was so nice to get in that lecturing environment again, talking yeah. to people doing webinars and and it and i think that is sort of my my why almost or something at least that gives me mm-hmm. so much fulfillment in my in my job so i had so much fun i thought leeds and bristol who joined in for our webinar were so interactive it made it so easy to to talk to them and and i felt like they were actually engaged i was looking at the little number to see mm-hmm. how many people were in the call people, and it just yeah, it stayed yeah stayed the same throughout yeah. so either everybody left yeah. the computers or they actually weren't listening <laughs> um, which was amazing Adam did absolutely all the work and he smashed it as well I thought it was so relevant for all the information you gave and then after that uh, I think two days after that it was uh, I did the in Cardiff sorry I did an all medicine mm-hmm. revision lecture with uh, one of the yeah that, and that was in person and right it was yeah so it was interesting to see sort of both sides of it and i'm not gonna lie i enjoyed the online one more than i thought but like i said people were quite interactive they were happy to ask questions where usually it's just silent but uh, and i guess i'm used to the podcast you know as well yeah but the in-person one i i really enjoyed it i really did and it was it was the first time i sort of did a talk not about a wishy-washy subject. It was full-on oral medicine, and it, it felt it felt really good. I, there was definitely times where I'm like, should I be teaching these guys? Like, I don't know if I know enough to teach this, but um, you forget how little you know as an undergrad. As a, and yeah, of course, me being in oral yeah. medicine, I learned quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the uh, the beauty of of dentistry is that basically, even for me as an FD, I can go back and teach people finals and to be fair or oh, i don't know but you, you mean you were at the Absolutely. talk the con- the talk wasn't particularly content heavy it wasn't like explaining oral surgery oral medicine it was a bit more exam technique but in dentistry if you're yeah. one step ahead if you've done dct and you're speaking to an fd if you're doing fd and you're speaking to final years yeah. you're in final year and you're speaking to fourth years third years you've done something they haven't and it that's you know that's the lovely part for you i guess if you're wanting to do more of the teaching is that there's so much for you to teach at all the different levels you know what i mean 
exactly and, and I was sort of always focusing on you know in what capacity do I want to teach and what capacity do I want to do that and completely forgot about the actual core part of it which is the teaching part I, I, I forgot how much I enjoyed that so it was really reassuring to feel that sort of joy in it you know and it was funny because i think that day or, or monday that week uh, in emergency department i met a teacher and he was so smiley and i asked him what he did for a job teaching and stuff and i can't remember how he came across but uh, or how, how he came out but i basically asked him like how you know how, how is the job i think i must have seen him grinding something i was like oh is the, is the teaching job being quite stressful he's like no i love it like it's <laughs> my absolute reason for for living these days and i was like that's that's insane and then and then you know and then that was a week of in a very long time doing loads of lectures and it was funny how everything sort of came together mm-hmm. um so that it was a really a, a week of of grinding myself again in in my in my personal why and i don't you, you know it's it's because i've been away from for so long i've been able to get my purpose from other areas from from areas sure. that are a bit more stable but to 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 have teaching back in my life is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. And how did that how did that kind of opportunity come about? Because I know for ours for the, for the Leeds one, it, it wasn't it wasn't particularly my idea. I was kind of getting uh, messaged quite often from their side saying the fifth years want to talk, and it, you know it really wouldn't be my kind of choice to to do a lecture like that. I. I I find it quite stressful, but actually doing it, like you said, was really rewarding and the feedback we got back was amazing. Um, and it makes me think, oh, I should do more stuff like that. But um, because your resource like seeked out by you guys, or was it again kind of um, put into that situation through uh, kind of being asked to do it? Um, yeah, it was definitely more sort of seeked out, but uh, so one of the DCTs, he was very sort of forward thinking and, and generally just wanted to help and and uh, said he's going to put on a series of lectures for the fifth years when it comes close oh, to wow. exams, which is one now. They, they said there's in January time. So he actually mm-hmm. went and sorted it all, got all the dates and stuff. And so we had people doing oral surgery and different day or medicine, different day was what I was doing, restorative, removable pros, fixed pros, uh, orthodontics, like endodontics. We had we had literally everything and, and he, big credit to him. He he really organized all of it and we just had to put our name down and, and make a slide so uh, that's kind of uh, and it was very very well received thankfully because it was genuinely useful and the feedback was amazing as well and the card lot as well i have to say were so i think i don't know if i'm remembering bristol wrong but i feel like we just stayed silent most of the time especially um towards the end we were sort of done with it but uh, the card lot was so interactive and made it actually fun to to do oral medicine which I enjoy doing medicine on, on clinic, but I don't remember having fun revising it. So um, no, it was, yeah. we had a good laugh. It was it was really good. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't my my favorite topic. I think it just seems so far not far removed, but it's not like obviously you see caries every day, you see perio every day, even as a dental student. But like in plainness, like I think I've seen one case in my FD so far. But like, yeah, it's just if to me, it's it's so hard to put it into thinking then it when when it did come around to me seeing it in my fd to be honest i didn't remember you know the stuff i'd learned in um for finals really because you're not practicing it day in day out and luckily they'd already been referred and they've been seen by oral med and it's all being managed but um yeah oral med was always one for me that was was, yeah uh, yeah i I found it difficult to take in dct 
Yeah, that's kind of why during my FD, one of the when I saw a post that had all medicine in it, I was quite excited because of that because I felt like it was a it was an area that I was quite weak in. You know, it's it's hard to enjoy. I, we didn't get because of COVID again. We didn't get too much clinical experience of it, so it's hard to enjoy something when you're just reading from a textbook and just rote learning. You know, but it's one of the places where I think dentists can be the most anxious about it and not being able to manage a patient's expectation when you notice something and you're like how did I go about it we love this world sinister not sinister it is sinister but to be able to look at something be like I don't think that's cancer um, so I'm going to refer you this way and I'll tell you why I don't think it's cancer can just give so much reassurance or even if you're going to urgently refer someone say, I'm going to do it urgently be just in case it can be cancerous but just to reassure you the good signs are this this and that but because of this i just want to be extra safe odds are it's nothing and don't lose any sleep over mm -hmm. it just let the experts tell you um what they think so but then again some of the referrals i get is like people don't even care they're just urgent referrals pericornitis and um, yeah. it's kind of like yeah, 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 yeah. it's gonna <laughs> rip my hair out at this point so uh so I really went in just to, because uh, I just, I, I sort of, when I hit the end of FD year, I just kind of lost any idea of what I wanted to do, what I want, if I wanted to specialize, what I want to specialize in. So I just wanted to go for round bases and just hit things that I wasn't good at. I wasn't good at oral surgery sure. and I wasn't good at oral medicine and I'd always like to improve my restorative. So um, whenever I then stepped onto oral medicine clinic, I was so shocked at how much I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because you get the time to just talk to patients and that's something that i love i love talking <laughs> but then <laughs> also for these for the yeah but it also f made me feel so much more competent because for these things that sometimes you know you just like you listen to these patients and you're just thinking like oh in practice i'd hate to be stuck in the room with that patient but then now that i know more and i'm able to apply more then i realize actually you know this person is genuinely suffering with this thing it might be a little tingle might be a little burn but they're it's it's there all the time and that constant stimulus can be such a burden on people so now mm -hmm. I'm, i do feel i'm a lot more empathetic about it not that i've ever sort of felt anything or had any scares like that but to be able to sure. see it more and it's so rewarding to be able to you know just do a quick exam and with the small amount of experience i've had uh, before i get the consult consultant i say you know just to just to make sure that because because people for anything will always think they've already googled everything as well and they're very accurate in oral medicine i must say but just to very quickly yeah. be like you know just before i get the consultant you you don't have cancer and and it's, it's so it's, it's amazing a... to just see those shoulders go whoosh you know mm -hmm. so so it's a very powerful mm -hmm. department somewhere where um it i just haven't tapped in enough and i, and I enjoyed so much so to, to to give a lecture on it as well just felt felt really fun so i like it but i like to use my hands as well and or medicine you, you know you, you'll do biopsies yeah. and things like that but but how far that goes is kind of dependent on where you work so i'm um, still thinking but um let's see at this rate maybe i'll just try and specialize in everything <laughs> yeah man why not why not how do you kind of because we've not really spoken about this place i think at the start we were doing very much like i did this this week and i did this this week and yeah um how have you found your kind of progression in terms of your skills in oral med and oral surgery in in through dct like are you because i think yeah. in in fd it's very obvious you kind of go from our exams to 45 minute exams to half an hour exams it's and very you, you get quicker at yeah. carries it's very obvious but how, how do Absolutely. you kind of 
measure that in DCT or see it or, you know, I guess in all medicine, it's yeah. not, I guess, recognizing things or, you know, you, you tell me. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you, you touched on a really, really good point. You're right in, in, in FD, something like your timing, which is one of the biggest stresses going in, you know, people are worried about um, and it's such a good quantitative measure, isn't it, of, of, of how mm-hmm. you're doing. Um, I, th- I think only recently I sort of sat back, like, I remember this time in FD, it was, what, three months in we, we are, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it feels like barely anything, but yeah. that time it's, it's such a, like, you're just getting constantly punched in the face in FD, it feels like. So so after Christmas, you do really, you're, you do feel like, right, I'm here, I've had a nice rest, you know i'm on the ball you know whereas whereas before christmas it feels like you're just like you know like you're like on a beach ball and you're trying to run and it's going ahead of you but i think yeah 100% 100% i think it's that yeah. like you're seeing everything in practice for the first time in as it, like that's yeah. what i found like now i'm getting like recall not recall but i'm get i'm like seeing something that i've seen before and because i've mm. handled that before i now know how to manage it so i'm just a lot more confident yeah. whereas for, for the first whatever and I, i'm sure yeah. i still will be for a lot of things i was just looking at my nurse like how do i manage this or like try to go speak yes. to reception or like you know the yeah. just not not sure Get how it works and I, how it works in that practice or with these people yes. and what buttons i need to press to transmit my udas and all these little things yeah. so i think yeah like you say it's it does it's not always the clinical but it does feel like for the first few months of of fd it's absolute chaos and and yes, then that's the you, know, you just start rec- you just start getting the pattern recognition that you'd get obviously you see so many mm-hmm. more mouths as well so now you, like i don't yeah. it sounds so stupid but i don't think i really understood what plaque looked like at, at dental school like yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, I get it's you, yeah. like it sounds so odd but i like know i'm like yeah like this like, i can tell like if a person brushes the teeth or they don't and i can just immediately be like yeah you, you're OH, like you know what i mean and these tiny little things where it's like yeah like you just see yeah, it's the basics what teeth look like what clean teeth look like what you know unclean teeth look like and it, it yeah. makes it it makes a massive difference yeah it does i'm sorry i interrupted it's, 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 you like about said, after, no 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 that's exactly it but after yeah. the christmas then you get that and then you st- then after christmas you start working a bit more you feel a bit more comfortable then you get your three month you know re-exams coming back and then you've already seen that before you know what to expect and things like that and you've had some experience now in that time he's like oh i don't know why i said that you know three months ago let me let me do this instead and then eventually you get your six month reviews or those three months ones after that or six months so like it, it really you do start whittling down your sort of patience as well which is quite nice but so it's very it's very palpable in in fd i think yeah. in dct i've really had to sort of step back and reflect and we like you said we really haven't kind of reflected on that and i think only today uh, with one of my friends i was reflecting and I think oral medicine, like you're already like on the ball. You can see things. You're like, yeah, I like in plainness. I know how to, you know, I know how to describe yeah. that. Like, I know, I know what the classic signs are. If someone coming in with a query of this, I know the key sites to look at. Yeah, uh, just yeah. textbook, and um, and it's really fun. It's fun, like sort of knowing more bits of the puzzle. You know, and then you start yeah, knowing yeah, those sort yeah. of like tidbits of information, like like um, trigeminal neuralgia one of a, a classic thing that's not always talked about in a textbook is that if you ask someone 
what were you doing in your first episode? They'll tell you what radio station they were looking at, what time it was, what the weather was like, the date. Like they'll they'll know it off by heart. Whereas like Burning Mouth, like it's like it's it's you know it's a bit wishy washy. Wow. So knowing like tidbits like that is really. I think that's whenever you start feeling like, and then you say that and you get it right, and then the consultant's like, yeah, smashed it, and you're like, ooh, you know. So that's yeah, really yeah. good. And I think surgery. you've just done that. You've heard the consultant explain. Like you've heard the consultant's patter. Yeah by this time about each thing so you get the page the yeah, consultant of it it's like complainers you hear them explain like complainers to the patient and then you basically copy yeah. what they say and that's what my ES just to, just to interrupt again is to is he came into me and he was like like when you've got cancellations if I had a cancellation I'd work on my e-portfolio I'd like uh, find some like whatever a book like a, a, a dentistry and start reading it and he's like like that's amazing you're going to learn a lot but the most you're going to learn is through going out and shadowing me or if one of the other dentists has got like a Big a time. good treatment yeah. in or, or just even checkups you're going to learn mm. how they talk to the patients how they talk to the nurses mm. like how how they manage their surgery um all you know yeah. obviously all the technical skills as well and that's kind of the real world of dentistry how they explain things to patients and like, I, I, I don't think I've got valued having, and I've got, uh, I think it's like five surgeries in my FD practice. I don't think I'd really mm -hmm. valued having five dentists around me who were, you know, very, in varied experience levels, which is still amazing, that I could just go in and watch and, and learn, you know, so much from. Um, yeah. And then I can just take that into my thing. So, yeah, I'll let you continue. But I just thought that was, you're, for well, me, it's been, right. it's been really important and I didn't value it enough. Yeah. You learn something from from everyone and that's really nice in hospital because you're surrounded by so many amazing clinicians but just to emphasize your point again we, we talk about him every episode but jazz gladi said that in one of his podcasts and that he even at the stage that he is where i see him as the dental god in practice you yeah. know the, the really the jack of all trades that's what he says he says these people that i really respect how they work i'll just I'll just watch them for their checkups, for the for the things that they do every day, and that's whenever I pick up the, the key gems, rather than just going in there for like treatment day for an implant and things like that. Yeah, yeah, that's because, it. I, again, I, at the end of the day. Yeah, I was observing surgicals today, and like it's amazing, but I felt like um, I learned so much more by just watching them like mm -hmm. see patients and like kids and like like even like the stupidest thing was like um, articulating paper. I used to hold it in, like, I don't know, I hold it in my hand yeah, yeah. and like put it in the patient's yeah. mouth and get said, bite down. And then I saw one of yeah. my colleagues put it in tweezers, which I don't know if everyone does yeah. this and I'm just stupid. But usually your nurse builds that up for you, you know, so that's, but that's the thing. Like, if well, you I was like, that is like, I was so like, <laughs> why the hell have I been doing this with my hands? And the yeah, tweezers just make it like, so tell easy. You what to, wait till <laughs> I tell you what a toothbrush is used for. <laughs> wow <laughs> crazy crazy but you know what i mean i went i went out on a limb though i went out on a limb but but i but you know what i mean it's these things that like like i'm like like oh my god like this is makes so much sense and like why why do like but if you've not i guess if you've never seen someone do it you're not gonna do it you know what i mean even though yeah. it makes sense so it and they I mean, make a massive difference to, to how you're working you literally uh -huh. are just closing a room if you don't put yourself out there that, and you're doing the same your and you're going to do the same things you'll you've always yep. done until oh, or until something goes yeah. wrong or until exactly well whatever basically yeah, yeah. so it's really interesting exactly 
But back to yeah. the original point of sort of how I'm sort of noticing my progression. So all medicine yes. is like that. You know, you just you do recognize things really quickly. It's nice. And you know what questions to ask. You know, you really you do feel like you're going, you're, you're getting on top of it. And you start, you know what the prescription is going to be and all this stuff before it happens. So, or like you just, a really cool one is like you read the referral letter and they say this. And like, ah, I see the photo and I think, yeah, it's actually this instead. And that was cool. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, um, and then oral surgery, oral surgery is quite crazy anyway but i sort of feel like i you start to definitely get a lot more respect from your uh, co-workers and your seniors and they put more responsibility on you so you already know that they have that faith in you so that's quite nice but then you sort of it's like the internal confidence you get as well going into an extraction is a massive thing like i literally most times like would, would, would not sleep <laughs> the next day you know and, and this time now i'm being given like surgicals to do and you know i still need more surgicals but that's getting sorted but you know these teeth that are crumbled and i'm ready to go in for it like of course I'm, uh -huh. it's, it's a lot of confidence from knowing that someone's there to pick me up but that i think it's more than that now now i, I just have the confidence that i know i can get this tooth out and I've got a plan B before in, in extractions. I just never had a second plan. Whereas when I uh -huh. feel a lot more autonomous and, and not calling people as often, that's where I feel that I'm progressing. And whenever the, mm -hmm. you know, whenever this clinic's busy and then one of the staff grades asks you to, can you just supervise the students to do the extraction and stuff? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, let's do this. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, do you, you, do you think there's a, do you think there's a, a way of gaining that confidence without just have having done your reps like, and done the extractions or do you think it's just because you're now three months into into dct and you've done extractions and some have gone well and some haven't gone well and but you've now got enough experience in your repertoire and understanding of of things so you're so asking think, do you yeah. need to do dct or do you need to do a number of things or can you actually feel that way through what, yeah like what do you think what do you think has given you this more confidence to work autonomously because i think for me a lot of the times i think it's be it's not knowing what the the downside is or, or how to manage that like the downside of a procedure so like say an extraction if this goes wrong yeah what do i do like i, I i'm not skilled i'm not capable enough to manage this by myself if this yeah. crown breaks and i'm fishing for roots and you know, it's near the sinus and blah, blah, blah. I've not, I've, yeah. I don't see what a, a experienced oral surgeon sees. So do you think you've just, because you've seen yes. it with your eyes and you've managed a few situations, that's it. Yeah. So I think even with me, with caries it's, removal now, it's it's just, I've done the reps. My uh, caries identification, both in exams and also when I'm removing caries in, in um, when I'm doing fillings, getting a clear ADJ is just levels above mm -hmm. but i don't think i could there's no way you can teach mm -hmm. that and that confidence that it gives you i don't think it, it, it's just you've just got to put yourself in them situations do a crap job 50 times and then start doing a better job yeah. you know from that because you've learned it, there's there's two types of people in the dental world to break it down and it really is just people who are naturally gifted and people who aren't and it really is it honestly is very very rare for someone to be naturally good at dentistry it just doesn't it doesn't it's, mm. it's a it's a profession that doesn't sort of relate to well relates to every like you know art and all that stuff technically you know yeah but at the same time you just need to learn it with your hands you need to get the proprioception for yourself but there's some people and they're usually the nicest people as well they're just fucking good at it they're so good at it like 
I was looking at uh, what is it? I don't know if I'm butchering his Instagram name. Dental shenanigans, is it? Oh, Annie. I yeah. I did, literally we were in a group in, in like in a uh, like at lunchtime, and one of these teas like said, "Look at that!" I was like, "How the hell has he managed to do that?" Like his work is sick, and he's an FD. You know, yeah. like he's naturally yeah. gifted. One of the um, one of the the uh, one of my friends in Bristol. Um, he was usually on the other side when we were doing sort of CSL, the the lab stuff, and then he sat beside me one time because I think he had to like get another crown done or something, and he was like teaching me what to do, and I, I had a moment and I, I get so frustrated in crowns, like I was really really bad at crowns and I'm probably have unlearned now and I am bad again, but um, and he was teaching me, I was like, what the hell are you teaching me? Like, what do you know? And then I looked over at his stuff and it literally was like the Mona Lisa of a crown prep textbook. Yeah. So so people are yeah so people are absolutely naturally gifted but the majority of us are the latter the majority of us just have to do a lot of work to learn it and it is absolutely repetition it's the same way as someone going to the gym some people are just born like a mule for some reason but other people have yeah. to go to the gym and smack it out until their muscles grow and repetition is always going to get there because this is the thing when i keep telling people you know the best thing you can do for yourself as an FD is try and find someone who's going to support you in that aspect. For example, if you have an oral surgeon in a practice, ask them, is it okay if I book them on these days and in case I need fish out, can you help me? He's like, yeah. And and just and expose yourself. Like with crime, like I always say this, I was deathly scared of crimes. And then very early on in FD, I just pummeled loads of crimes. I asked my ES to send me loads of crimes and I got over it in, in a matter of a month. So as long as you're doing that, as long as you're in a safe environment and you are doing that exposure therapy, it's going to suck at the time, but you don't even notice the switch when you start sort of not losing sleep and actually being prepared and your heart's not flying and you start getting more consistent results. And the uh -huh. only way you can get more consistent results is by just doing it so many times and doing it wrong. So now I go into oral surgery and I see an x-ray and I know what to look out for because I know what's caught me out before. I, yeah. I look... So, like from the x-ray I, I know a lot better now like i know a little bit of divergence that I never even used to look for a little bit of bulbosity and root that i never even looked for and i know like that's gonna be an absolute pain and yeah. i know that even like like the best you sh something i have to keep in mind myself is that if you can't see what you're doing your hands are gonna know what they're doing but i, I swear to you these oral surgeons whilst they do preach that and they do that once you get to that god stage you the know build, they just yeah. do through through pure feeling through pure feeling and i did that um two months ago with a not two months ago a month ago with an upper eight and operates you know once you get your your hang of them they're, they're very nice to take out but i couldn't see a thing like i barely got enough room to get my work james in but like i had a finger there and i could feel it and like a magician was like so so it is pure repetition mate yeah everyone's like wow uh -huh. my god he's amazing <laughs> watch me. I was like yeah and then i then i tried to do like an e block and i didn't even get the lingual nerve mate the lingual nerve people accidentally dubbed the lingual nerve so i got humbled instantly <laughs> And that's the thing. Yeah, like, that's dentistry. It is, man. You get humbled so quick. And I've got a great record for like one patient smashing it. Then the next patient has the exact same scenario, completely balls it up. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm not scared of messing up, which only comes with repetition. And, uh -huh. and that's the biggest thing I, 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 I really want to preach to people is just find a safe way that whenever things go way past what you're able to do 
just have someone on standby and that's going to help so much and for them it's really not going to be a big deal because they're so used to you know doing it and they've made those mistakes a hundred times yeah so so i think it is definitely a repetition game and uh yeah it's interesting i really didn't reflect how much how far i've came but it 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 is just remembering sort of in fd how i felt the day before the patient before and during those appointments where i'm like oh my god like I literally, I remember so many times, it's kind of been good for my heart, but I remember so many times in FD, like sitting in the staff room, we had a lovely view of a tree and in the morning where I'm like, I literally like feel like everything pressing into me and I'm about to like have a full on panic attack and then just doing my breathing exercises, you know, seeing what I can see, what I can smell, what I Uh can feel. And then I'm like, okay, let's go for it. And it's never as bad as it seems. Of course, but you know, FD is tough, and I think, it, like for me, I'm still doing. You're, you, you, you've come out of dental school. You've barely done any clinical work, and then you're doing these things. Like I did my first endo about a month ago since, um, since dental school, and I did. I, I think I did my last endo of dental school in March. So you, you've done maybe four endos before, and then you've not done one for, yeah. um, what is so? What's that? seven months or something yeah seven months yeah. and then you're doing it in a and completely like different, different environment in a completely different yeah. nurse with different time pressures and again i did my first uh, yeah. ecr prep and it's all the same and it's like wow like, i've not done a, a prep i've not done this i've not done this and yeah. it all come to you so fast and you've only been doing dentistry for such a short amount of time um but yeah, yeah it, like you say, it's reps and it's it it builds your mental, you know, your kind of mental strength as well. And I think it was Resilience. it was interesting yeah. what what you were saying about you know considering max facts not because it'd make you a, a particularly a better clinician. I'm sure it would in many ways, but it, mm-hmm. it you'd learn yourself a lot more and it'd be it'd be hell probably for a year, but yeah. Yeah. It, mentally you'd be a you know a bit of an animal and. You know, obviously, yeah. if you want to go and specialize, you could. But if you just wanted to go back into practice, you know, after you've done you'd that and you've done the night shifts, you'd, you'd be bulletproof. And I think for the rest of your career, that yeah. that would pay off. So I think it's 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 a balance mm. of of challenging yourself mentally um, and not you know you know and not and putting yourself in those uncomfortable situations and having confidence that this is going to make you better in the future and also then not working out sky just you just scope and like you say working safely so i really love what you're saying about having someone there and we do in in fd at the end of the day most things yeah. your es to be an es has to be fairly competent in and then your practice will probably have and some people might be very lucky like i have a a woman who um works in hospital and I probably don't take the most advantage of her because um, I'm still kind of get making my way with, with extractions but you might have a, yeah. a endo specialist or a, you know yeah. a pro specialist or whatever and it's you can and they're, they're yeah they're always so like happy to like just discuss a case they don't want to come into a room but just discuss like what do you think about this x-ray and then they just like tell you everything that you never even thought of mm-hmm. yeah it definitely it's, it's, the thing about like you said, said about a balance with and we touched on it last episode where sort of stagnating and not putting the effort in at the end of the day we only grow through 
some sort of uncomfortableness. You do have to go out of your, un uh, your comfort zone. Again, like, I have a bit of a, you know, I can think like a meathead, and I think, like, how do my muscles go? Well, they literally grow by you doing reps and ripping the fibers, and then they get stronger. It's the same thing. Yeah. You put yourself out of your comfort zone. And I think so many times, obviously so many times, we say, what if, what if, what if. Listen, if you're listening to this, you've survived everything you've doubted yourself for. And the problem yeah. is, as soon as you've finished that, you, you forget to reflect and be like, oh, like I remember like I wasn't sleeping, I was crying, and, and, I, and I swore that this time I really bit off more than I could chew and I couldn't do it. And then here you are, you've gone, you've gone past that, and I bet you don't even remember what that was you were worried about. Yeah. So, so don't be... I think we, we talk obviously we talk so much about mental health and everything but at one point sort of you can almost be preempting and too scared of a mental break whereas yeah. that's not your path and as long as you're listening to your body and knowing when you need a break you shouldn't be worrying about the, the a future outcome that hasn't been written that that's not your it's not your fate it, it doesn't have to come to fruition and if it does guess what you're gonna survive that too and you're gonna always mm -hmm. always come out stronger and the one thing that's proven in this world is that with suffering the more you suffer yeah we are so we're so genuinely so lucky especially with everything that's going on with the world we we have so much to be thankful for and even use out there with with all these you know family issues you're going through and all this pain and struggling and crying that you're doing right now the more you're suffering the more you're going to get from it and and that's true from whether you think of it from a practical point of view from a religious point of view from a from a point of view of the soul like that is absolutely what is going to happen and if it doesn't you're going to keep going until it does it will happen i've just completely gone out of focus my camera's <laughs> up on me. <laughs> yeah but no one else is going to give up after that, after that speech. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so later this week, I don't know if you did in your Manchester scheme. Um, you, I've got my first milestone case presentation. Um, yeah. So did you do that one as well, where it was an emergency patient? I did. Okay. It was, yes. it was exactly that. It was an emergency patient tips i would have is yes keep it easy you read my mind no to be there yeah i knew it. you go well you're so good at doing this you know now i'm finally learning from the boss um <laughs> tips i would have is keep it so simple no one wants to read paragraphs of text this goes for any presentation you do okay keep the words a minimum more pictures mm -hmm. the better okay even if they're crappy photos if you can make something i point it out just use loads of photos get your x-rays yeah. in get your you know all the relevant information if if they make you sort of put everything down then put everything down but if 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 for example something as stupid as like if they got a bp of two i don't want to see a six point box shot but think of it like that like put the relevant information in um then make it very logical do it write it up as if you did it mm -hmm seeing that patient so you see that patient you're gonna understand what their compl um, presenting complaint is or hey shut up um and <laughs> medical history is <laughs> and uh you know so so make it in logical steps if something and you know and show it to one of your dct uh, sorry your fd friends show it to one of your dental friends they don't have to be in the same scheme or everything just tell them to look at this and like or like can i say this to you and does it make sense and it, it, yeah. it's really good because 
and and look forward to because again adam you were literally we were just talking about this you get to see how everybody else does stuff and you're like oh actually you know we weren't taught that yeah. in uni that that kind of makes sense i like the way you do that and you learn so much from the case presentations i remember my first one going in, i was like god why but it was great like that's yeah. whenever i first sort of was questioned like oh so you know it should be a, a positive environment and should be an environment because there's so many ways to do the same thing, which again, you'll see mm -hmm. when you do these presentations. But there was the first time my TPD had to get the ball rolling and asked me, you know, this is great. And you did an endo great. And you, and you said you plan, plan for a crime, but why wouldn't you plan for an only? And I was like, Oh, I mean, I didn't think about it. Like we didn't, really, <laughs> you know, we just crowned everything. She's like, yeah, but it's a shame. Like, cause, once you crown that, you're going to lose all that enamel to bond to and, and that dentine and stuff. I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that's when I started doing onlays. So it's, it's a great way to learn. So look forward to it. Um, don't, just don't be spending too much time on it. Like I know FDs that stress themselves out for weeks for, for no reason. Like it's, it should be a chill environment to talk to you. You London, I'm sure there'll be a lot more anal with it. But it, it, the <laughs> same thing applies. Just, just keep it simple. Uh, what else? don't be afraid to reflect on what you've done to say i did this but actually from from seeing the few patients that i have now actually i, I probably think that in this case i i sh maybe should have done this because of these benefits but this would still work you know because again things can always be improved you're so mm -hmm. young like often like we we end up sort of trying to find another case and then it ends up being like one of the first cases you've seen and you've been an absolute monstrosity out of it yeah yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, just on that today, I was basically talking a patient out of some uh, treatment, of some onlays that I treatment planned in like my first two weeks. And then I realized like, what the f am I doing? Like, I've treatment planned that when I was like <laughs> two weeks into FD and I had no clue yeah, what I was doing. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, isn't that yeah, crazy? We had... Like we're three months in, Adam, and you're already saying yeah. that about yourself. Yeah, like, yeah, you've yeah. already improved a ton yeah which is really nice to see it is and uh, luckily yeah. like because we had scander i'd kind of like done like the full consent process for these onlayers and then like i I thought she might be like like why are you wasting my time and what you're talking about but yeah. she was in incredibly understanding which was which was a relief because i wasn't mm -hmm. really looking forward to having to have that conversation with her um after all the planning we yeah. did but um yeah for the cases you know and 100 percent, i'm really actually i'm looking forward to it um, we I don't know if you guys did, but we had to do some like a peer review of like three cases that we got sent. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, don't be and even that about again. What they say back. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. again, that was really interesting because um, you're like you say you're seeing how other people manage things, even how like, a lot of people yeah. like you can yeah. kind of see they've copied and pasted their notes, and you're seeing what they're writing for their notes yeah. into their reflection. You're you're seeing mm. uh, and obviously comparison is the thief of joy and i don't think that's a great aspect of it is if you use that to go, oh my case is this my case is this but and you know yes, all this blah, blah blah but it, it is just nice to kind of let's say see how other people are getting on what other people are up to and so you know i had one yeah. where someone had done like a, a buckle incisal fracture of like an upper left one and they've done a really nice composite you know mine was just a very simple extraction you see all these kind of various management of different cases and um you know yeah it's 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 learning from other people and kind of being a, a collective yeah, kind of yeah. brain that you know you can you can take stuff from because and this is why we do this as well because we're sharing our um 
our kind of thing. And it, that's the one thing I do miss about living with a bunch of, of dentists. Because I'm, I, you might imagine it's a very silly idea, but imagine all the DFTs or DCTs in your area just lived in one house, and every oh, night when you came home, you shared. But you shared like one thing you'd learned that day or how you managed your patients yeah. and you all told each other stories. You'd all be like a billion times better dentist by the end of the day, wouldn't you? 100%. So yeah. I guess that's kind of what it's, what, it's, what it's like. Yeah, very true, yeah. very true. I will say so, those, those online ones are great as well, but be careful of, you just don't, you know, some people just think they're consultants because you, you get it from <laughs> all the other schemes. And some, I'm <laughs> reading like one of my friends, um, as in a reflection, was it a reflection? Uh, feedback. Yeah, yeah, feedback that she got about hers, and I was yeah. reading. I was like, I and mean, she did like way better than stuff than I did, and I was reading. I was like, who the <laughs> hell does this person think there is? Yeah, and, and everything they said was just wrong as well. I was like, okay, like, right, bozo, you know. <laughs> so, so you know, just remember who's reflecting back on you as well. And if you are doing reflection, just be positive. Like, if you have something to say, like could improve from this, just say, oh, I think this case would have been even better had this happen like you're not talking to a screen like you're actually giving real feedback to people so you know you, you give it to receive it definitely definitely so are we going to be we're going to be consistent from this week and we'd, we've decided yes. um we've decided possibly or likely a change in recording day so yeah. i mean i didn't really tend to get them out till monday anyway so it might just be <laughs> it might just be getting them out um yeah, I think I think we'll, oh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Definitely, us actually recording on a Monday would be better because, like we were talking about, weekends are usually built for traveling. Like I, we've not been resting much on the weekends. Uh, you know, this is a, it's a bit of time we've got to invest. So so let's let's try Mondays. It's gonna be um, a good time to to reflect. And I think it's nice sort of a good time for us to reflect anyway, going into the new week. Whereas at the tail yeah, end it, of it, where we can sort of remember remember the things the learnings of the week previously and try to apply them better in the current week yeah i really like that i think this is like a re-energizing session uh and it's very kind of yeah uh, med not meditative that's the wrong word um well yeah it's it's it's, it's mind you know you're mindful and uh refl yeah reflective yeah. and what's the word man like yeah. uh, oh, it doesn't matter anyway well, give me, it's give me good the, give me the other words for it I was saying like like journaling, but like uh, it's like getting your yes, thoughts self, out. Like you can process, yeah, self reflection. Thing. You can process yes, your thoughts. Yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And that, all that, all that. But awesome. yeah, and we're gonna try and get a lot more guests on. We were talking. We will, we will. Because we've will. got them. And that, we just we just need to actually pencil them in. <laughs> yeah, and organize them. And uh, yeah, I think Monday Mondays would be good because Fridays, like you say, we're not the only ones who. Who do stuff on the weekends or Mondays? Yeah. Who does who does thing who does things Monday nights? I don't know anyone. Yeah. Who does it? Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, Adam. <laughs> pleasure as always. All right. Yes. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week. I hope everyone has a really nice week. Take care. Bye. Bye.